Warning, the following is entirely satirical and should not be taken as truth or fact. Styles Rebel Radio and the Rebel Podcast do not own any copyrighted material that may be included in this broadcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Waiting for Bam to pot yeah. Steve-O with his dick out or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Suspend the show right now. Welcome to the Rebel Podcast. You make the rules and we will break them. I was high every second of 2021. I was on a mountain with Jake Gyllenhaal. Our backs would be broke. Tequila is more <laughs> soup than cereal. I'm gonna Travis Scott the hell out of Big Ben. The only Taylor I want to talk about is Tim the Tool Man. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome to the Rebel Radio Show. It's live, uncut, and uncensored on CBW Radio Live every Monday. At 5 p.m. Eastern to my left is Shane E. Hi, everyone. Back in the Marley House is Jules. Hello. I'm Radio's Rebel DJ Style. Sometimes I like to go through when I'm when I'm uploading the podcast version of this for the week, mm-hmm. which is, of course, out every Wednesday on yeah. all your major podcasting of platforms course, course. as the Rebel Podcast, as well as stylesrebelradio.com. I like to look at the stats because, you know, it's a podcast. It's ever long. People will go back and listen to random episodes here and there, and you see the numbers fluctuate. And for the most part, there's like five or six of them that have always stayed on the top of mm-hmm. our list. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes there's one or two that swap around and switch their spots. We did one year, maybe two years ago now, mm-hmm. about Johnny Knoxville called Don't Be a Jackass. Hmm. And it was about Jackass Forever and Bam Margera. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. not Bam. Bam not being ba- in it. Yeah, Bam got yeah. kicked out for Yeah, so alcohol. that's what the episode was about. It was mm-hmm. called Don't Be a Jackass in a very clickbaity title. And sometimes that one sneaks up in the top five. Mm-hmm. We're back talking about Johnny Knoxville today. Johnny. Not on the set of Jackass. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny. Really quick, shout out Foo Fighters. You said Everlong. Yeah, um, hell yeah. One of the greatest bands of all time. Always fighting the Foo for us. <sighs> Keeping us safe. Back the Foo. Um, yeah. Earth's real mightiest heroes, by the way. Yeah, Dave Grohl and the boys. Yeah. So, I, I think everyone, if you grew up watching the Jackass films or any of, of the Johnny Knoxville brainchild experiments, yeah. wondered like how much of it was... Because it's posed as, at least the first two, mm-hmm. were posed as like more of a guerrilla style show where it's like, yeah. you think it's a real people and real events, and yeah. sometimes it is. Yeah. And then they get them to sign off, obviously. Right. Um, and like Bad Grandpa, the spinoffs and stuff were always like yeah. that, too. I always wondered with those, like the, the ones where they're in like old people costumes or they're not looking like themselves, like specifically trying to hide their identity and pranking on people. They're almost like, most of them fall under the territory of harmless prank mm-hmm. and like you know the other person can kind of get a laugh out of it too if a old man you know falls and breaks a couch or something like that right. breaks the window it's funny it's like okay haha old man fall down but like though the few times where like i remember there was one eric andre did one of these sort of things and uh bad trip i think it was called and he was like pranking on a, a <laughs> repair car guy yeah or something like that and i was wondering like how much of that is real you know so, apparently it's real enough to go to court. Um, Jeez, Johnny. I would assume during the filming of Jackass Forever, uh, this was set up to be a prank. Johnny mm-hmm. Knoxville had called the repairman to his house to fix a dimmer switch. Mm-hmm. Um, when he did, Johnny Knoxville cut the power as part of the prank. Right. So, the repairman would obviously think he did it and mm-hmm. fuck something up. Johnny Knoxville's daughter runs out to the repairman screaming, you killed my pony, crying. <laughs> And then it's revealed that the pony was on life support. That's And classic. when he cut the power, it killed the pony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the repairman said he was blamed for cutting off the power to the home's electricity, which caused the animal to die. Mm-hmm. The situation then intensified when uh, reportedly took, looked outside and noticed his car was being towed. He said he pulled out his phone to call the police, but stopped when one of the tow truck drivers claimed they'd found cocaine in his vehicle. Oh. oh. The lawsuit states Khan's vehicle, uh, Khan... 
vehemently denied that he had any narcotics when prompted uh, one of the actors to hold up a small plastic bag that contained a white powder. <laughs> oh, so like that was part of the prank That's too. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. At this point, the plaintiff was in panic. Uh, the the complaint reads: In a span of just minutes, he had been threatened with being beaten up, told that he'd botched the repair job, accused of murdering a pony, and had his car taken without his permission, and was now being told that he was being arrested for possession of illegal narcotics. <laughs> this uh that's funny that's good dude that's it's, like it's good if you saw that on a jackass like you know supercut that would be funny see it is really good but like look at this compared to any other jackass skit mm-hmm. it seems like a lot doesn't it 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 reminds me like to the level of ashton kutcher's punked like yeah when he, would, when he would punk someone and it would just be like 10 things happening in a row, like every possible worst scenario or worst types of scenario, scenario, what was happening to them? It feels like this guy kind of got that treatment. Yeah. Uh, Knoxville has yet to, to comment on this as, as of right now, but it is a pending lawsuit on him. Um, I wonder if it'll go through. I mean, it's got the grounds for it, I think. Like, yeah, it was a prank, but... What is he... He's, emotional distress? Yeah, okay. That... That makes sense. Like that's when you brought this to 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 like pre-show. I was like, mm, yeah. I wonder why this hasn't happened before. In you know, like yeah. emotional distress seems like a a valid reason to take any of the jackass people to court. Yeah, like in one of these sure. pranks, you know. And apparently, uh, what really started this off was as soon before um, the the daughter ran out uh-huh. screaming about the pony. When the power went out, Knoxville went out and confronted the repairman and said, I know jujitsu. <laughs> That's where the threat to beat him up uh, aspect of it came from. That's awesome. Is like, did he record this? or what? Yeah, think, right? I want to see this footage. You think Johnny Knoxville was just goofing around like he does this outside of Jesus? Like, <laughs> he just is genuinely yeah. a jackass. Yeah, he just pranks people. Like, I wouldn't doubt that he does it from time to time. I don't I like think that's that. elaborate, but I like that. I mean, I'm down to I'm down to clown on people. That's funny. <laughs> Shout out Johnny, but like also, yeah, you might get sued for emotional distress. I guess if it goes to court, they're gonna have to see what kind of footage they have. If there's footage of it, which you'd yeah. assume it was if it was this. Ele- if it got this far into the prank, if there well, were actors, yeah, right. at the very least, you would assume that there was like house footage of it. You yeah, know, like security footage type. At least I would assume that Johnny Knoxville has security footage in his house. I don't know. That seems like something there's probably definitely video yeah. of, and it's surprising that it hasn't come out yet, you know? I I mean, it's funny, is the thing. You think Knoxville's going to, like, hold this off until Jackass, what, 6 comes out? And put put it in the movie? Yeah, puts it in the movie, and he, like, holds off the court case up until it releases, and then he's like... <laughs> I think it would be funny. Now, I really think it'd be funny if this goes to court, right? Mm-hmm. And no matter which way it turns out in the next movie, they just redo this with someone else. Yeah. yeah they just yeah. put it in the movie anyway yeah. and just get yeah. some other guy and fucking prank him with get it. Get another repair yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, all right, do not sue for emotional distress this yeah, time. And then immediate, yeah, immediately after that fucking scene ends, you see a scene of Johnny Knoxville coming out like, you are so much cooler than the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I, so crazy. I mean, because like... The first one that I can remember thinking of, like, in terms of I me being shocked that they, like, fucked with the public, the yeah. Jackass crew, is the one where, um, oh, Chris, or, 
The one guy that always gets naked or has Pontius? like the Pontius, yeah, yeah, Chris Pontius, um, was dressed up as the devil and was walking around LA <laughs> and he's like, I'm the devil, and he was fucking with people like that. I remember seeing that when I was like eight years old or something and being like, What? Like, yeah, you can just fuck with people like that. Like, <laughs> if you have a camera and dress up as anything, you can just fuck with people like that. It's true, kids. If you have a camera, you can go out and fuck with people in yeah, public. Yeah, that's that's the law. Yeah, don't I, don't ever quote me on that. <laughs> I saw it. I don't know if it was also rap. if you're a kid, you shouldn't be listening to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I like kids listening to the show. That's kind of funny. Our demo surprisingly <laughs> does not cater to under eighteen. Good. I, I, I really thought it would, at least for the first season of this show. We keep it legal on this show. We're like, <laughs> our, our demo is like 19 to 30. That's it. As our range. That's, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> that's the breadbasket right there. Hey, if you're 19 to 30 listening to this, this is for you. Yeah. If you're not, this is also for you, just a little less. <laughs> I saw a... Uh, <laughs> you should feel better about yourself. I saw a tweet, or... Yeah, it was a tweet of like... Someone doing harmless pranks and they're like making sound effects as people were going like as people were going down the steps. And like the the caption was like, We need to bring back harmless pranks. And I was like, Yeah, that's very true. Harmless pranks are very funny. I agree. You know, I think harmful pranks can be funny. (laughs) Like I think this is very funny. Like like this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there are pranks that can harm people that are very funny and I like to laugh at those, but also there's definitely room for harmless pranks where everybody gets to laugh, you know? I think that's a good niche to, that someone should fill. The thing I really want to know about all of this is where in the process of the Jackass Forever film did this happen? Because if, if you ask yeah. me, this seems like one of the first things they shot, and here's why I tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, with all the Jackass films, this is right up their alley, but it yeah. seems like a lot. And the reason I want to say that... If, if it's just my hypothesis that it was probably one of the first things they filmed mm-hmm. is you have guys like Eric Andre now mm-hmm. who are known for going out and doing this guerrilla shit that really makes no sense, mm-hmm. but it pisses people off and it's fucking hilarious, yeah. right? You have a bunch of people that do this guerrilla media now just to get a reaction out of the public. Right. So, like, they didn't pioneer it, but they probably popularized it in a lot of ways, the jackass yeah. guys did. Yeah. Um, so if I'm Johnny Knoxville and we're making a movie however many years later mm-hmm. and this is all a staple now that you can just turn on YouTube and find this anywhere, right. how do we how do we compete with that? How do we Push the do the same yeah. thing without doing the same thing? Uh-huh. You just got to add more steps, right? Yeah. So where the old prank might have been, oh, you cut the power and killed my pony. Now it's, well, also he's going to go outside and his car is being killed. And also we found cocaine in the car. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I would have been dying to see this in the theater. Like, yeah. I would have been fucking in tears right, watching right. this. Right, right. This would have been very, yeah. But it's very much of, yeah, they, they probably went a couple steps too far in terms pushed of it a, real life. it a little too far. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. <laughs> and too many steps in the prank, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'd that's... like to think that this was just a, a for himself and his daughter prank. <laughs> yeah, no Not, camera. No like... cameras, just way too elaborate. This, was... is, this is the one time where he's like, fuck, I didn't record that. Like, <laughs> he's getting taken to court. He's like, I legitimately don't have anything to show you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like his daughter being like, hey, we should make a video for TikTok. And he makes this whole elaborate prank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 27 step ruin this guy's life <laughs> prank. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's fucking hilarious. That's though. what it's going to be like in... in 
like five years, Jackass, it's just gonna be like, okay, ruining one guy's life for the whole Dude, movie. Yes. Like, by the end of the movie, the guy's like in debt, homeless. <laughs> His wife left him. Johnny Knoxville just comes out, it's like, ha, gotcha. Okay, but you, you gotta think, like, with all the Jackass films, right? I'm sure at the end of this, he's like, hey, wait, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Jackass, and this is all part of a prank, and they probably would fucking give him some kind of a cut. Yeah. You'd assume anyone involved gets something out. They're not going out in public and breaking shit and walking away. They'll yeah. They'll pay for what they do. Yeah. I always figured that everything that, you know, in terms of those kinds of where the people that yeah. are were laughing at aren't in on the joke, things got yeah, paid for. Especially or like if it's a one-on-one -on -one thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I would assume, and again, I don't know. We'll find out if it goes to court, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I'd assume this guy probably got some kind of, like, a, hey, thanks for being a good sport. None of this is real. Don't worry yeah. about it. We'll pay for whatever. I wonder if Johnny Knoxville was, like, hey, let me pay you and, like, right. be cool. Like, it was just a prank. Like, let me pay you Cause, off and Because if be I'm cool. this guy, right, there's two ways of looking at this. Either this guy, and granted, I would be freaking out if this happened. I think anyone would. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's in the wrong for, for being scared in the scenario. Yeah. But again, you'd have to think Knoxville came out and did this after. So either this guy really can't take a joke, mm. doesn't know who Johnny Knoxville is, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is fucking wild. That would be a good Because he's a grown adult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or like really sat and thought about it as it was happening and had that critical thought process and went, you know, he's offering me this money now. But if I threaten to sue, yeah, yeah. I bet you I can get a nice settlement out I of can, this. I can get way more money yeah. out of this fucker. So wow. either this guy's a real big dick or he's really smart. Yeah, or he's a really, really smart con man. <laughs> or like, he's never going to have to be a repairman a day in his life again. <laughs> I'm sorry, but if I walked into Johnny Knoxville's house and like shit started going this wrong. What would you expect, right? I'd be like... Yeah. Okay, Johnny. Yeah. Like, After what his, the fuck you doing here? His daughter walks out and is like, oh, you killed my pony. First of all, Johnny Knoxville comes out and is like, I'd be like, like no, the fuck I did I know jujitsu. <laughs> and then his daughter comes out and is like, you killed my... Something's up. If I'm that repairman, I'm like, wait a minute. Where are the cameras? What's going on? I feel like... Waiting for Bam to pot yeah. Steve-O with his dick out or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, also, if you're a professional, you're clearly on call for this job, right? Yeah. So I'd assume you're pretty well versed in your job. Yeah. If you're being trusted. And like, it's just one guy. So like, he's here to fix a dimmer switch. He knows damn well he didn't kill the power. So like, right yeah. there you know something's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this repairman was not a very good repairman, it seems like. Yeah. Or, or a very smart grifter. I don't know. It makes me feel like he was like it's weird that he took him to court because parts of this make me feel like he was probably paid off or like this was an actor and a bid or like yeah i don't know it's weird that we don't have footage of this you think as soon as the guy would file a lawsuit johnny knoxville would just release the tape you know and be like oh, okay here's what happened clearly it's a prank i don't know but then i guess the other part of that is say johnny knoxville does release this the court can use that against johnny yeah like, you know like it's he's equally putting it up to i don't know emotional because you it's a prank, but emotional distress is justifiable for a prank, you know? Here's, here's here's what really I think, if I'm the judge in this case, right, or if I'm in the jury, here's what it really boils down to. Mm -hmm. After all was said and done, the car was, uh, was let go, they told them everything, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, no, this is for jackass, I'm Johnny Knoxville, right? Right. Everything was settled, mm -hmm. and the guy's standing there, did Johnny Knoxville go, hey, whoa, it's just a prank, bro. <laughs> that's all did that he, matters did he prank bro yeah did, did he, he did he did he tell him it was just a prank bro <laughs> that's the uh 
That's it's like saying day. no homo. Yeah, that's the it's, modern. You got to do it. I feel like the handshake. judge is you know? just gonna look at the the guy and be like, "Are you serious? It's Johnny Knoxville." Have you like, ever seen yeah. Jackass? Yeah. <laughs> like the yeah, the judge being like, "You shouldn't know. You should have known this was gonna happen. Like, you're kind of an idiot, man." Johnny Knoxville represents himself, takes the stage, and goes, "Your Honor, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is Jackass." <laughs> we'll be back on the Rebel Radio Show after this. All multiverses consist of one mind, and our reality is inevitable. If our conscious is just an animal instinct, then we do not need to follow it. The world is dying and we know it, but does that mean the universe dies with us? These are some of the topics that are going to be discussed in my new show called Beyond Bounds on Styles River Radio. If you wish to explore a boundless reality, join me on a time and timeless journey. CBWradio.com, your place for everything CBW. Off the record, Cito's Cornhole Corner, and so much more. CBWradio.com. The only show created and hosted entirely by artificial intelligence. The AI Podcast. Monthly on StylesRebelRadio.com. Snake? Not now. I'm trying to listen to the Rebel Radio Show. Let's talk about the legal system. Yeah, we like laws. We don't care who knows. Jurisdiction, jurisdiction, jurisdiction. Yeah. I don't know any other legal Subpoenas. <laughs> uh, Colombian judge suspended after appearing on a Zoom call half naked and smoking in bed. Smoking she was. <laughs> so this lady, apparently she's got a bad rap of like being over-sexualizing of herself. Yeah, so the, on... <laughs> the, first, the first line of this article from Fox <laughs> News is, a Colombian judge known for sharing racy photos on her Instagram page uh... has been suspended for three months. Yeah, so she appeared in court via Zoom with no pants on, um, in her bed. Classic. Uh, <laughs> smoking a cigarette. Yeah, that's... Like, already, if you're posting... I, on this article, they showed a picture of, like, one of the, her posts on Instagram. She can't be a judge, bro. That's... that's she's looking too risque on... on, uh, on like, she literally just woke up. Yeah, no, the, the video, too... The mm-hmm. video of, like, the actual Zoom call, she looks fucked up. She looks it, very fucked up. It looks up. like she rolled over, opened her laptop, and got into court. Yeah. She's like, shit, I forgot I worked today. And then one she had to get open, her morning cigarette. One eye closed. She probably did just wake up. Like, it probably was a legitimate thing of, like, yeah. oh, shit, I have court right now. I yeah, feel like f- she should just be fired. Why is she suspended? Shouldn't be a... Shouldn't be a judge. I feel yeah. like that's definitely a bad view on the courts system or wherever she works, whatever. Yeah. I, I redact my statement about risque photos on social media. I mean, you can do whatever you want if you're a judge. That's fine. There's Make a it private. There was a there <laughs> was least. like a senator in L.A. or someone running for L.A. government that uh, like posted a porn video intentionally, like advocating for like porn. So. Do what you want and run for whatever political higher-ups you want to run for, but, like, this is just unprofessional. I mean, our former first lady was a nude model, so there's that. I like, um, I'm, I like nudes. 
Wait. Yeah. Uh, All right. I don't. I don't know. This just seems. <laughs> it seems a little like Icarus is flying too close to the sun. She, I feel like she was clearly partying last night or something. I don't know. At least it seems to me. Granted, was... this is Colombia, not America. But I feel like That's if true. this was America, I wouldn't want this person in charge of upholding the laws. Yeah. If this was America, I feel like she would be fired. Which she, is yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. definitely. She definitely would be fired in America. No, if seems a little bit more about it. Yeah. lax in Colombia, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad. Like, okay, I guess here's the other thing that we don't know from the article, or maybe we'll find out. But like, did the court ruling go as planned? You know, like, did it go off without a hit? Like, was it fine, or was she just like fucking up everything, and so that made it worse? And it's the fact that she was smoking in bed and stuff like that that made it worse. You know. Uh, but no, yeah, apparently it, the everything else worked fine. Uh, the court hearing was, was centered around debates over whether a man charged with the 2021 car bombing should be granted bail. And everything went yeah. off fine as far as the court hearing goes for this. Just this lady was literally just waking up. Yeah. She was unprepared. And we, naked. It's why we just shouldn't have Zoom. It's yeah. just why we shouldn't be using Zoom yeah. as the legal recourse. Yeah. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom will make people lazy, you know? Because you can just roll over and go yeah. to work, you know? Like, that's I know not... plenty of people. Most of my staff at my job, they work remotely. And every time I talk to them, they're like, oh, I'm in my PJs. Or, or like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. If 2020 taught us anything, there's a lot of jobs that can be done from home. Yeah. We can eliminate a lot of un unnecessary travel and office expense. Right. There are plenty of jobs that can be done from home. Nothing involving law should be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. With that. Especially if like somebody has like a home security system, they're picking up every single word of something that m they may not be allowed to have. Right. <laughs> Even more so, just especially a judge. Like, That's the, if, yeah. if you're someone that works in the court and you're just like filing papers or something like that. Sure, maybe you can zoom. Maybe God, you if can... I could get a job as a virtual bailiff, yeah, that's something, what I need. In life. Like something you know, where like it can be done online. They don't need to be in the courtroom or yeah, in the, you know, that's fine. I can understand that. But if you're the judge, I don't know. Man. Go to court. Yeah, go to court. Go to court. Be in court. She should, put on your she should robe. be put in court for this. Get, yeah. your, get your little gavel. She you think she has a gavel at home? She could have worn exactly the same thing under her robe. Do you think <laughs> that's that, fair? Do you think that she has a gavel at home? Yeah, I know do you, I do. No. Yeah, I she keep, was in her bed. She used her cigarette as her, her gavel that day. But I'm saying, like, do you think as a judge... Virtual is, gavel sound yeah, effect? Yeah. Soundboard? <laughs> She's like, click seven. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's like... <laughs> order in the court. <laughs> it's like the clap sound effect on the old Casio keyboards. Because uh, <laughs> then, okay... If we want to dive further into that thought, yeah. if there is no virtual gavel or if she does not have an at-home gavel, that eliminates the need for an in-court gavel. We can just eliminate the gavel. We don't need it. How often do judges use gavel? Down with big gavel. I've been in court twice, well, and I have the the judge has never used a gavel. I don't I don't know if I can. order order down with big gavel. But it's never been like actual court. It was always like traffic court. So. This is never this is never the conversation I thought to be having about this. Um, <laughs> I went to court one time. Judge did not use the gavel. Let us know was if you've been traffic to, court. Let us yeah. know if you've been to court and the judge used the gavel. I have a theory that if you have been to court and the judge did use the gavel, you probably can't be listening to this right now. Yeah, you're you probably be, in jail. Yeah, <laughs> you are probably liable. Tuning in from jail. Yeah, you're probably a felon. You're probably <laughs> liable for compensation. Which hey, <laughs> thanks for listening. If you're a felon and you're yeah. spending your time listening to the Rebel Radio if Show, if you're listening from prison, <laughs> extra big shout that's, out that's to you. That's dedication. Yeah, you're don't like don't drop a, the soap. You're a super fan. I'm not condoning what you've done, whatever it may <laughs> be. Tell but, it. 
Hey, if you're listening from prison, tell your friends and your rival gang members to... To sneak in a radio. Yeah. Listen to the Rebel Radio Show. Listen to the Rebel Radio Show in prison. Tell the guards, play it through, like, the prison. That'd be dope. If we could be the number one radio show in prison, that's all I really want, right? That'd be super hard. Imagine doing a live show from prison. From San Quentin. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Folsom. That would be so cool. Here's the thing, real quick, because I know we're running short on time for this. I had a big enough problem with people being tried appearing via Zoom. Yeah. And, like, we saw it a lot during 2020. Mm -hmm. And two trials that come to mind are the Johnny Depp trial, where Mm -hmm. people were Zoom calling in, and the Drake Bell trial. Yes. And in both of them, there were several issues with people not being able to hear things or us not being able to hear them. Yeah. If we don't want to invest in having somebody with a broadcasting degree Mm -hmm. come in and set that up for you so they know what they're doing and everything works, Mm -hmm. then don't use Zoom. Mm. It's the argument that you have about making podcasts every time we do on off yeah, air. Yeah. Where it's like, if you don't have the means to do it, don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Invest in what you're going to do. Yeah. If the court is moving towards a more Zoom-centric, video call-centric mm-hmm. way of doing things right. to... Because there are benefits to it. Mm-hmm. Not for the judge, but like you said, people yeah. in the office, if people can't make court for specific reasons, there should be a way to Zoom call in or have some kind of call in, right? right, right. But we need to invest in a department specifically for that then. I Take agree. everything you're eliminating by, by having... People in person, all the the in-person jobs you can cut out. Expenses. Take those expenses and put them towards somebody to actually monitor and make sure everything works as far as this goes. Because there's no point of doing Zoom if you can't fucking hear it. That's fair. Also, not not to mention the the prime real estate that is most courthouses. Like, they're always the biggest fucking buildings. And if they're not going to use them, Uh, what are they going to do? Yeah. Make it something cool. Yeah. Make if you're like going a, to do a Zoom courthouse, then get rid of your actual courtroom. Make it like a wine and art studio. <laughs> I say we bring back the old town vibe where it's the sheriff's office, the court, and the jail uh, all in one building. I, mean, I like that. Make everything like a Mayberry. You pull up pull up to the, ha- to the, to the town hall on your horse. The sheriff comes oh. out. You shoot him and you're like... I'm the sheriff in this town. And everyone's just like, okay, well, <laughs> guess he's the fucking sheriff now. There was a time. Man. Yeah. Wild. Wild, wild West was crazy. It was wild. I mean, imagine shooting the judge. You show up with a cigarette in your bathrobe. Boom. Shoot the computer. <laughs> I'm the judge now. <laughs> There's still a computer, though. There was a time where if you were in a fast enough draw, you could do anything you wanted. Who's really? going to stop Truth, you? Truthfully. That's wild. Yeah. I, I love the Wild West, and I wish that we still abided by those laws. I don't. That would be crazy. I don't know how much I wish for it, but it'd be fun. Like I, that guy who snuck into the White House? Imagine if, like, listen. imagine if he did something and then he was our president. I'd probably be stolen. <laughs> imagine if he was our or... future new president. Wouldn't just be one time we talked about him. We'd be talking about him a lot. If you could challenge for presidency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should bring back dueling like as, a, as a way to settle things, you know? Like the... I like, want like jousting. The, the king of Wakanda. They they fought in Black Panther for the king of Wakanda. T'Challa threw him off the... Off the off the bridge, and he was like, "No!" And I want Black, more people. Black Panther to died, joust. but he didn't re- actually die. He came back in like the third act of the movie, That's and nice. he was like, "As you can see, I am not dead." Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. He is now. But, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, he's he's very much dead now. All right. Yeah. Fuck so. the fuck this judge showing up. And it, I mean, <laughs> she should lose her job. She yeah. shouldn't be suspended. I don't know. I don't. I know. don't it's crazy. I wonder if show up to court. You hold the place of office, man. It didn't say if she was suspended with or without pay, but I really hope it was without pay. 
I would hope so, yeah. Well, because you know in the most lawyer, law stuff, they, they suspend with pay. You sounded very legal Thank there. you. They, they <laughs> always suspend police yeah. with pay, yeah. and so it just makes sense. Yeah, this is, probably, is, she, yeah did you, is she suspended with pay or without pay? Well, for, it doesn't say. For but, the next three months, she can catch up on her sleep. She can catch up on the <laughs> Rebel Radio Show. That's very true. What's mm. her name? Uh, I can't. Uh, Vivian Poliana. Yeah. Listen to the Rebel Radio Show. It's a pretty easy name to pronounce. And, yeah, I like it wasn't that. bad at all. Actually, yeah. I just couldn't find it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll teach you about. Well, I don't know anything about the Colombian teach, legal system. Yeah, we'll teach honest. you how to be a fucking judge yeah. on this show. All right. This yeah. Is, I thought this Number was a radio one. show. This is a judge simulating show. <laughs> Number, Number one, one, show up in person. <laughs> Wake up on time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope like some. I hope the people that she works with in this courthouse. Everyone gets her an alarm clock for Christmas. I hope yeah. everyone is just like, yep, that's Vivian. <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic and it's classic not even, Viv. Just like this was the first time because it was via Zoom. <laughs> she lights <laughs> up a cigarette caught. and there's a laugh track in the yeah. background. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that Vivian. <laughs> what will she do next? Gavel sound effect. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? It, what's going on with the gavel? I want to know more about the gavel. I think... If, if we're going to land on anything as an agreeing point, we could substitute the gavel for a sound effect board on the judge's panel. Yeah. Imagine a soundboard guy in that's, the courtroom. Oh, dude. That'd be awesome. That's what I'm saying is what we need one. If we're going to have Zoom, we got to have a Black sound guy. And yeah. <gasps> when they show a turdy, like a bad picture and like all kinds of other sound effects. Like, aww. Aww. <laughs> 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 Clapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we find the plaintiff not guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Clap sound effect. <laughs> Audience fill three, please. Uh, <laughs> you need like the the you suck chance from WWE. <laughs> Seinfeld baseline to play out of court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cleveland, Akron, anywhere. I'll be your sound guy for the courtroom if you need one. Think about it while we go to break. It's the Rebel Radio Show live, uncut, uncensored. Hey listeners, this is The Pidge from Styles Rubber Radio to remind you to check out my segment titled The Pigeonhole. It used to be send your funny memes and tweets to the Styles Rubber Radio Discord page and I'll react to it. But at this point, just go to the page and drop any random shit you find in there and it'll most likely be featured on the show. Peace. Yep. Hey, you want to you want to record a promo? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um this is the show where we talk about shows and you know that it is the show uh and you know that I don't have hair, and the show is called Off Air Air. It's called Off uh, Off Air. Just once. Off Air on StylesWebRadio.com. Check us out. You're listening to the Rebel Radio Show. Do you think OJ knows that he's not famous for football? <laughs> Even though he tries to act like he is. <laughs> He's like, hey guys, what's up? He's completely blacked I mean, out the part of his memory where he went to trial for murder. That is literally, though, how he acts yeah. on social media. Yeah. Live at 5 every Monday on CBW Radio. We continue our legal pursuits mm. uh, all the way up in Quebec, Canada, which I believe uh, is our, our third most viewed region uh, for the Rebel Radio shout Show. Shout out to Quebec. So shout out to Quebec, all you Frenchies up there. Yeah. Um, 
class action lawsuit comparing Fortnite to cocaine will be allowed to proceed. Uh, the lawsuit over Fortnite's alleged heroin-like addictiveness was originally filed in 2019. Uh, Shane. Fortnite, Fortnite. For I some reason, Fortnite. I thought of you when I saw this. Fortnite, Fortnite. I love Fortnite. That's what I sing when I play Fortnite. Yeah, it's definitely addicting. I was thinking about this the other day. It's like... <laughs> Because it all is based, like, I can play 16 games and lose every one of them and still want to play that 17th game. But I've noticed on multiple occasions, I'll hop in, play one game, I'll win that first game, and then I'll be like, I'm done. I don't need to play anymore. It, it, it like, boosts your serotonin of, like, you need, you're, you're chasing this, dra- this wind dragon. You're chasing so a heroin. dragon. Literally. Literally. <laughs> I understand. I, 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 I don't know if I agree with heroin, but like, <laughs> it's definitely addicting. And I have an addictive personality. I would know. Like, I'm gonna need the the cut of Shane saying, "I don't know if I agree with heroin," <laughs> just for my own personal use. There. Here's the thing. Here's where I'm afraid that I'm becoming an elder, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and not Elder Maxon. Uh, yeah, not but, an Elder Scroll. Yeah, just an old folk. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's the age old debate of video games should be banned because they're violent and addictive and they're doing damage to the youth. Because that's Mm -hmm. basically what this boils down to, right? Right. So let me read a little bit of what this actual lawsuit is. Mm -hmm. Gamers are often described, or games are often described as addictive, but in this case of the lawsuit, the term is being used literally. Uh, Calex Legal, the law firm representing the parents in said filing, Mm -hmm. uh, that Fortnite is similar to cocaine addiction and also cites that in 2018, uh, a British behavioral studyist said Fortnite is like heroin. The suit claims that Epic Games made the use of experts during the development of Fortnite to ensure that it would be maxim maximally addictive, I don't know if that's a word, that it would be maximally addictive to players and does not inform the people of the, quote, risks and dangers associated with the use of Fortnite when they're creating the player profiles. It also accuses Epic of keeping kids hooked once they're in through game, once they're in through game. Wait, this article is not very, uh, once they're in through the promise of prizes and prestige. Thank you. Including the Fortnite World Cup, which often offers more than thirty million in prize money. Yeah, I there's a uh, there's a uh, Fortnite World Cup. Yeah, there's a Fort, there's a bunch of like a there's a tab for like competitive mode. Essentially. Like yeah. sports, yeah, yeah. Type yeah. Shit. There's a whole like uh, a tab for it in like the the Fortnite menu, and like you can it makes it seem like you can very easily win money. I've never tried it, so I can't attest, but, like, from the looks of the menu, it's like you hop into a game in this specific mode, and if you score enough points or something like that, they, like, contact you through your Epic account, and then they just send you money or something like that. You know, whatever the specific cup might be, there's a there's a Mr. Beast cup coming up in, like, a week, or they're doing a collab with Mr. Beast, and... uh the, the prize is a million dollars. And I literally, this morning, I was like, I could enter in that cup. <laughs> it's in a couple days, like, I could totally just enter in that cup and, like, potentially win a million dollars from Mr. Beast. You know, like... One player cited in the lawsuit who was 13 when the action was filed that he had gone, allegedly, from playing a few hours a week to several hours a day in the course of just two years, often playing until 1 a.m. Mm. Playing his th- parents. Yeah, here's the thing, right? <laughs> I understand the grounds, mm-hmm. especially when money gets involved. Mm-hmm. And I, first of all, let me let me clarify that I don't agree with esports mm-hmm. as a whole. Really? I think it's dumb. Okay. I think, especially like 
look at video games, right? You were talking while we were on break that the point of playing the video game is because it does give you a boost of serotonin, right? Uh-huh. It's supposed to be something enjoyable, right? Well, well, and people get try hard, and I get that. Uh-huh. But, like, there's no need to glorify that My... and have tournaments. What do you gain by being good at Call of Duty? So here's here's the thing. Dexterity. Here's the thing. There's, like... There's two camps of people. There are the people that play it for fun, and then there are, like, the sweats. And you can apply that to any online game. Um, There are the people who play, you know, League of Legends for fun just with their friends on the weekend, and then there are people who... And, like, you play with these people, and you see it's, like, they're not enjoying themselves. They're, like, they're... they're Like, people call them cracked, because it's, like, they look like they're fucking... They're, they're sweating, and they're fucking, like, mm-hmm. call-outs are, over here, over here, dead, 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 okay, 50, 30. You know, it's, like, relax. Like, we're just trying to have... And that's where I think the addictiveness in, like... I said that thing about it boosts your... The, the winning boosts your serotonin, because it does, but that isn't, like, what you should be going for. Right. You know, are that is Are we sure it's not just people being extra competitive? And not having a cap to that? So so here's mm. the thing. Let me say this, Fair because enough. I think I'm going to answer both your questions with it. My point with that wasn't that we should just abolish that play style and these people should be bad people, right? Yeah. If you wanted to, because it's been going on since video games are made, since mm-hmm. fucking Pong, man. Mm-hmm. People bet on games. Yeah. Oh, I bet I could beat you on this. Okay, put money on it, it right? It is, And that's fine. Yeah. If, if you're doing it with friends or someone you know or you want to compete with someone, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. We shouldn't be glorifying it and putting it on TV and hosting big money tournaments because at that point, it is just gambling. And that's where I see the other side of this argument is the, the argument that's being made by this uh, Canadian legal team representing mm-hmm. these parents is that it is essentially gambling. You have these kids who are playing a free-to-play game, uh-huh. but they're investing in, in microtransactions uh-huh. in the hopes to get better at it, and then competing in big money tournaments where they could potentially win this much money, and that's what's driving them for it. So, so yes, caveat to that is that nearly all, I would argue that all tr- microtransactions in Fortnite are not... Um, like, they don't give you a competitive advantage. Right, right. It's all skins. It's all... Um... I was just saying as a way to get money the right, for the game. Right, right. I, I, like, I almost... Like, this, this article reminds me of the way I feel about, like, vaping and the vaping industry because they very... It's these big companies who are very good at marketing and very good at scheming, like, kind of backdoor tactics of marketing. Um... And they are, their demographic is kids or young people, mm-hmm. you know? It's so that's where it gets a little, they're prying for, you know, like, yeah. like for example, Spider-Man skin just came into the item shop a couple of days ago. I bought V-Bucks and I bought it, mm-hmm. right? You know, like I, I, they're, they're prying on that sort of thing with like, look at these fun, colorful, wacky care here, give us your money and then you can have that fun. And so that's where I think it can get a little... I don't know, but that's not even a problem for me. That's, here's, here's, here's what I'll say. I guess it is. I don't know. It's weird. It seems to me from this article that the big thing they want mm-hmm. is some kind of disclaimer for the game, mm-hmm. like a gambling disclaimer. Ever hear a gambling ad? They yeah. legally have to say, if you have a gambling edition, call this, right? Yeah. Legally, they have to do that because mm-hmm. gambling has been proven to be addictive, just like nicotine, right. just like alcohol, right? So you have these disclaimers on things legally. And caffeine. And caffeine. Mm-hmm. So... You have these disclaimers and all this shit. They want to put it on Fortnite because it's saying, oh, it's creating addictive properties in kids and it's leading to other negative side effects, Mm -hmm. right? 
And I don't disagree with that aspect mm-hmm. of it, but we have things in place for that just like we do with gambling. I don't believe we should have to have the disclaimer on gambling that's addictive. I think we know enough about it now to be like, okay, yes, yeah. and we have the steps in place. You have to be 21 mm-hmm. to go to a casino. Mm-hmm. We have that step in place. Now, if, say, I don't want to put out a name of a casino. Say, Casino A, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, just isn't IDing people. Mm-hmm. That is on them, and that's their downfall. If people are getting in there at 16, 17, 18, Mm -hmm. that is creating an issue for them, Mm -hmm. and they're putting themselves at risk, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with video games. I don't know. What's Fortnite rated? T? I mean, probably E. I don't know. Something, some E or T. Okay, so let me me look that up right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's something. Because we do have ESRB ratings is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a joke for everyone, right? Uh, is Fortnite rated E or T? Fortnite is rated T for teen, so no one under the age of 13, 13 should be able to individually purchase this game, right? Mm-hmm. Here is where that is the thing. The ESRB rating forever has just been this joke to people, right? Mm-hmm. But it is put in place for exactly like this, actually. This is the scenario that caused the ESRB rating mm-hmm. uh, and the PEGI rating if you're in the UK. Yeah. But that is put in place for this. If we have stricter restraints on this, then it will effectively mm. get the results they want for. And I'm not saying we need stricter restraints from the ESRB council or even people that sell the game, mm-hmm. but that is the parent's job then. If your child is under the age where they cannot buy this, you legally have to purchase this. To, to me, that seems like it falls more on something like um, Steam or the Epic Marketplace, whatever, for verifying age sure. of purpose or of purchase. Because like my immediate thought is, yeah, it's teen, but also I can buy an Xbox, doesn't matter... 10-year-old can get an Xbox for Christmas and download Fortnite for free sure. on there. There's no... And maybe that's where we need to add more of a stipulation. Yeah. Because, again, we do have these things in place. It's just how well we follow them. Yeah. Nobody is, is being lenient at a casino and letting an 18-year-old in. Yeah. That is why we don't have problems with casinos as much as we used to, right? Mm-hmm. So if we, if we tighten down on all aspects of the ESRB rating, and, again, you, legally you can't sell a game... To mm-hmm. someone who does not fit in the ESRB rating. If a 12-year-old comes in to buy a T-game, you legally cannot sell that to him. Yeah. Same with a mature game if you're under 17. You have to have someone over the age to buy that game. Right. So again, it's a lot easier to do in person, but it should also be on the parent's end. When it comes to digital, we probably should have that extra step of like, hey, we need some kind of verification to yeah. know that this account is 13. And maybe that's the grounds they should be going for. Yeah. Not so much putting a disclaimer on it, but having... Microsoft, Sony, the have Steam some kind shop. of window open where you right. need to verify it to get to the next page. Yeah. I think that's who their beef should be with. Yeah, like have it's this, some kind of security protocol there. This is a really interesting thing to me because it's like if this is to go to court or already went to court, whatever. Mm-hmm. They're making the claim that a battle royale game is addictive, and so with that grounds. That means you have to call out Call of Duty and you have to call out PUBG and you have to call out. So like, and that's where I'm saying it's no different than gambling because you could say it about any gambling game. You could say about any video game. But my caveat with that is games like Call of Duty and PUBG are not marketed towards children. Games like Fortnite are directly marketed towards children. That is a game where its prime audience is, you know, anywhere from eight to 12. Right. And so it's like. That's where it gets interesting okay. to me. That's a very because like adults have enough common sense if you're playing Call of Duty to be like, okay, I shouldn't be playing Call of Duty 18 hours a day or something right. like that. You know, like I, I need to get off my. These kids, it's like 
I'm on Christmas vacation. I have the next three weeks to do whatever mm-hmm. I want. I'm going to play fucking Fortnite, dog, you know? Yeah. And then they get addicted to the boost of it. And it's like, okay, well, this is where the problem lies. That's it's again, it's like vaping where like vaping is okay when you're marketing it to adults and like, but it's when you make question cotton candy, bubblegum, rainbow blast flavor. And it's in a pink rainbow packaging and it looks like a toy, you know, it's like, that's where the problem lies. What's up Jules? So do all gaming systems have parental controls? Yes. Yeah. I would assume. Yes. Why aren't we setting them? If the main issue is kids are getting addicted, the one thing that we have has already been created to fix this problem, parental controls. That's That's fair. That's an interesting point. And it's like, usually what the case is with that, or at least what I can hypothesize the case is with that, the parent gives the kid the box with the console in it, and then they go up to their room. That's it. And yeah, and that's it. Whereas it should be... The parent gets the console, opens it up, sets the parental ratings, and then gives it to him. And it's like, okay, yeah. now you do whatever you want. I've set my guidelines. That's, yeah, it's very interesting. No, and, th- and that's a solid point. I don't think either of you, I, I agree with both of your statements on that. It's like, yeah, Fortnite is very heavily and clearly marketed towards kids. Mm-hmm. To where I was like, until I had to have a sit-down discussion with you about what all is in it and what you could do. I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of fun. At first, I'm like, I don't really have any interest in this because yeah. it's a cartoony it shooter looks, with unicorns yeah. and all this other stuff. Right. It's not my cup of tea, but you look at who it is mainly marketed towards and it makes sense. Right. Now, I can understand the argument of they, they do say it's T and T does mean 13. And I guess, yeah, if you're looking at what it is because it is a shooter, mm-hmm. 13 seems about the age they're marketing to, but you can make the argument, like you said, for much younger as well. Yeah. So I, th- I think two steps are, are where we need to go with it. Well, three, really. I think three steps are where we need to go with this that solves all of this without this having to go to court. Mm-hmm. If you're going to take it to court, number one, it should be against Sony, Microsoft, and the Steam shop, anywhere you can buy Fortnite, to put a tighter restriction on their end of it. Right. Because as a company, they should still be liable regardless if you have a parental control set or not. Yeah. Because there is a way around it yeah. on the user's end. So the, the shops should have something on their end as well right. as far as the ESRB goes. So I think all of those companies should be putting out some kind of restraint, not even just to Fortnite, but all games. They like should be this. held accountable. Right. Mm-hmm. Number two, parents need to be held accountable. Yes. You are the person that bought this for your child more than likely, right? Yes. Set up the parental controls, determine what they can and can't buy, especially if yeah. it's a physical disc. As, like, as corny as it sounds, the ESRB rating is there for a reason. Yeah, because, like, if... So, I just... Sorry. Yeah, no, pop, you're good. This blitz in my... If this does go to court and they do make that claim, Epic can turn around and be like, did you set the... And that's where I see it going. Yeah, did you set the controls on the computer? And the parent's going to be like, uh, uh, uh. And not to mention, any single gaming system also has unfiltered access to the internet correct yeah yeah so if you give your child this xbox or this playstation or whatever the fuck they have unbridled access to whatever the fuck they want unless you put boundaries on it yeah i know we really don't talk seriously like this a lot on the show Mm -hmm. but i will say because I talked <laughs> when it, about when it comes to Fortnite, when we, it comes to Fortnite, man, it's gotta, time to, we got to talk to buckle down. Yeah, talk shop. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier when we started the show about the demo of the show, kind of. So, like, mm-hmm. there is a good chunk of you listening that probably have kids or nephews or young children that have these consoles, and if this is a concern of yours, number one, 
set the the controls for it. Number two, I want you to realize that exactly what Jules said is entirely true. You can access porn on an yeah. Xbox mm-hmm. if yeah. you really want to. Yeah. You can open up a browser. You can set it to private mode. You can do whatever you want because it is, at the end of the day, just another vessel to get to the internet. The third thing that I was getting at, uh, and, and we only got a couple minutes left here, is that Fortnite as a company regardless if this goes to court or not because they do have the press for it now mm-hmm. and it did get past that it can go mm-hmm. um they should probably tone back their marketing yes and mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. cement home hey this is a t-rated game yeah. because like you said it it's rated t mm-hmm. but they don't really talk about it right yeah it's like you play a game like gears of war you know that's an m-rated game right it you, feels like yeah. an m-rated game yeah yeah I, <laughs> it's interesting. That's a very interesting. They've like threaded an int- they've threaded a unique needle with yeah. this one, you know. And and again, like I said, if it does end up going to court, I don't see this uh, parent council winning this. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I, um, I see Epic turning around and being like, "You guys should have done a better job restricting their, their as systems a parent in place. and on the console itself." There yeah. are systems in place to make yeah. this not happen. This game. So. This game is rated T. Like you guys should have been aware. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's funny because uh, it was it was the big joke that the article was related Fortnite to cocaine, which yes yeah. is, is yeah. way over complicated. We don't need mm-hmm. that association, right? Video games are mm-hmm. addictive. We get it. People right. like video games, all right. Especially when that's how you're getting your kid to shut up as you give them a video game at five years old. We get it. You don't need to compare video games to cocaine. But in an equally ridiculous statement, I'm going to compare Fortnite to gun control. Mm. We have steps in place. Mm -hmm. Yes, these steps should be followed. Mm -hmm. Yes, these steps will prevent X, Y, and Z from happening. However, we probably could use another step in there just to tighten it up a little bit. And that works with Fortnite as well. The only thing that I would really advocate as if I was this this Canadian firm, if Mm -hmm. I was the people representing this case, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't be going after Epic trying yeah. to get a, a warning label because what's that going to change you're going to get a, a screen and then they're going to keep doing what they're doing right have sony have microsoft have the steam store anywhere you can get fortnite implement that extra step yeah because really that's and i think that's the only time you're actually going to see a change i was going to say that seems to me like that's the difference you that's, need to be able to put in like a license number yeah you got to go up to the, or to the very top of it somehow you need to get there needs to be like a second pop-up window that that's uh, age verification. Like when you go onto a porn website and it's like, hey, are you 18 plus? See, that's, <laughs> that's too easy for me. I, I get that would meet the requirement. But here, Sony, Microsoft, Steam, whoever, mm-hmm. I want royalties when you end up doing this. Have it set up like Google does. Have you parental account set up when you set up a store. Mm-hmm. So anytime a purchase is made or before it goes through, you get the notification on your phone. Hey, did you approve this purchase? Ah, yes. Ah. That's how you do it. That is and it smart. can be set up with your parental controls, and it can be set up with your Microsoft account, your Sony account, your Steam account. Yeah, so when your kid goes to buy Fortnite, it mm-hmm. pops up on mom's phone, exactly. and it's like, hey, did you approve this? Yeah. Exactly. By the way, it's this rated. Yeah. This is what it includes. And then have have it be a setting that you have to go in and manually turn off if you want it off. So you have to have that adult supervision to turn it off. Yeah. That way, if you're an adult and playing Xbox, you don't have to fucking worry about it. Just yeah. turn it off. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really that simple. It's not hard. When you have people that understand the issues from both sides, it's real easy to get it across. So, it, it, again, it's a tale as old as time. Angry parents, video games are bad, right? Yeah. yeah. You're not going to solve anything with a warning label, guys. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. People with gambling addiction still gamble. Alcoholics still drink. You're not solving anything Every with a warning label. Every cigarette package says this can cause cancer. Yeah. 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 And do you see them all slapping it on their hands? 
it's, it's just so like again threaded a very unique needle because you could argue that a game like fucking i don't know spongebob is not addictive because you're not you know like you might want to play it and you might want to beat the level but like the game will end it will conclude there's no like you're not chasing the dragon you're not going after something continuously with a battle royale style game you're always going into like okay well i can win okay well i can win okay well i need to win i need to win 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 so I don't know, more addicting than an average video game, and they market it to a younger audience mm-hmm. than the average Battle Royale-style video game. Which, so again, like, I do think they are at fault of. Yeah. They should yeah. probably tighten that up as well. Yeah. But as far as, like, legality goes, I think the the purchaser's end is the bigger issue. Here. I agree. I agree. But again, how, how, how many cases do you need before you can claim something addictive? Because I bet there's someone addicted to each game out there. Yeah. Right? It's, it's yeah. different for everyone. People have different hobbies. and, and, yeah. and I guarantee there was a big... <laughs> Big uh, ratio of people addicted to Animal Crossing. All I'm right. saying is, like, there are certain things that can be addicted to certain people. How much be- before it becomes a problem and this thing specifically? Like you said, you can't market it just to Fortnite. If it's going to be Fortnite, have it be video games. I've yeah. heard the Rebel Radio Show is addictive. Mm. Now, I think the only way to test that is go to stylesrebelradio.com. Listen to five, six, seven episodes mm. of the Rebel Podcast. See how mm. it makes you feel. Let us know. Join the Discord server, stylesrobodeo.com. We'll get you there. You can listen to the Rebel Podcast every Wednesday after the Rebel Radio Show. It comes out at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on Eastern Time and is available on all kinds of platforms. Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, Google, Apple, Amazon. Everywhere. Name it. It's there, man. Tell your Google Home to play it. Yeah. You can listen to it in the car, on the go, in your headphones. Hey, Google, play Styles fucking Rebel Radio, bitch. That's what I would say. Well, I'd, I'd probably be nicer to the AI with how much we talk about them on the uh, show. Jeez, you're probably right. Yeah. Let me know what you guys think. We're always open for discussion. Styles at rebelradio.com. Get you the link to the Discord, mm-hmm. as well as all of our other social medias. There's plenty of different areas to chat in the Discord about this, what you heard today. Anything you heard on any old episodes, Liminal Spaces has been popping off thanks to the Pidge as well. Conspiracy theories, cryptids, and other shows that are found at stylesrebelradio.com, like Shaney's Off Air. That's me. We got the Pidge's Pigeonhole and his new series, Beyond Bounds, coming out, where you might hear some more conversation, just like the Neuralink and the Man vs. Science debates, mm. as well as a whole bunch of other exclusives, articles, and more at stylesrebelradio.com. It's the home of the Rebel Radio Show which can be heard live every Monday, 5 to 7 Eastern on CBW Radio. Uncut, uncensored, and format-free. CBW Radio done right. You can get there at cbwradio.com. While you're at the website, you can also click on the Surfshark icon. One thing we do know is that people can steal your information like crazy. Mm-hmm. Anytime you connect to public Wi-Fi, anytime you go to a site you're not familiar with, hell, even if you go to a site you are familiar with, people are selling your information. Did you know your internet service provider can legally look at your search history and sell it? Ugh, that is weird. something that happens to every internet service provider, and more often than not, they do. Ugh. Keep yourself safe by using a VPN. Go to cbwradio.com, click on the Surfshark icon, you get two months of Surfshark VPN completely free, and right now when you sign up, you also get an 82% discount after that. You're paying like two bucks a month to keep all of your private information secure. Once again, that's cbwradio.com and the Surfshark VPN icon. While you're doing that, something everyone else always needs, energy. Mm. Repsports.com's got you covered. Pick up some Ray's Energy, Ray's on-the-go samples, or any of their Sweet Ray's products, and save 15% off at checkout by using promo code CBWSETME. 
That's CBW sent me at checkout for 15% off your entire purchase. As always, we've been live here on CBW for this Monday, but you can get the whole list of live shows, events, podcasts, and more at CBWRadio.com. And follow along with them on CBW Radio on Facebook. Join the group and get your voice heard. Until next time, I've been Radio's Rebel DJ Style. To my left is Shaney. Bye, everyone. Back in the Marley House is Jules. Adios. And typically, we end the show with the Macho Man. I gotta give a shout out to my boy Gavin Michaels. We went and saw him at the Grog Shop last night in Cleveland and absolutely killed it. If you want to hear more of him, you can always tune in right here on CBW Radio. That's only the first half of the show. If you want to catch the full thing, make sure you tune in live, uncut, and uncensored every Monday at 5 p.m. to CBW Radio for the whole Rebel Radio Show. Another hour of the most uncut and uncensored content radio has to offer. You can take us with you where you go with the Live 365 app. Type in those three magic letters, CBW, to listen every week.